When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. When friends Leaf and Adam get together, two members of the award-winning progressive roots band Front Country, they call it small-town therapy. We call it good stuff. They're my guests on this edition of the Americana Music Profiles to talk about their new 13-track record, Dreams and Circumstances. I am talking with Leaf and Adam uh, with the group Small Town Therapy. Welcome, guys, to the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, great. So uh, you guys are uh, in Oregon. I'm in Virginia, so I appreciate you uh, uh, making the time connection work here for us today. Yeah, wonders of modern technology. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I was looking over the, um, the the press material that they sent over to us and, and uh, I di- didn't realize that, that you guys are actually also part of the band Front Country. I love the work that you do with that group. So um, congratulations on that. That's awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Is this a uh, offshoot side project? Is it? Um, t- tell me how, how you guys got together uh, to, to put this together. Does it predate the Front Country, please? I think it might predate Front Country. Yeah, <laughs> Um, Lisa and I played in uh, like a, a country band. I think that's the first time we played together. And um, he also, we also lived like he lived around the corner from me. This is Adam. And um, so, yeah. So he started coming over and like started working on music. Um, and uh, that that eventually turned into the first album. Okay. So this is. Um... Uh, you have a, a, a new one coming out uh, in May, uh, Dreams and Circumstances, but that's not your first record then, together? No. Yeah, so I guess we uh, we made one prior record, sort of put it out ourselves in 2014, um, and that was uh, a collection of tunes that came out of, of the time that we um, spent together in, in San Francisco, where we lived in the Mission District. Okay, so that was going to be my next question. So you guys got together uh, in San Francisco. Were you doing um, uh, individual projects? Uh, tell me how 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 this how you guys got together and how all this began in the first place. Yeah, uh, you know there was this great still is this great 
bar uh, in the Mission District called um, Amnesia. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, that was uh, at that time, run by the friend Sean McGee. Um, and, uh, and Adam worked there, I guess. It did sound, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, around the time we started this, I think he, he had, had like a, a monthly sort of happy hour. Oh, thing. that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, that, that ended up being a, a nice way to kind of, you know, work out some of the tunes on stage and um, sort of it's a really nice venue for supporting local music and, and sort of folk music, mm-hmm. um, national touring acts, kind of like, you know, one of the secret best places to play in San Francisco. Okay. Yeah. And and were you guys uh, parts of other projects leading up to that, or, or or pretty much kind of solo gigs at that point? We were playing in a bunch of other bands. Um, yeah, like like I said, we played in this. Like I, I think at first, like really played music, really met Leaf, um, playing this country band. Um, but we were doing like a bunch of different things. Like I played in, um, you know, a, an actual bluegrass band and played uh, in this mandolin quartet. Um, and yeah, we played with much singer songwriters and stuff. Yeah, we were just doing, you know. In um, in there were so many different opportunities to play music, you know, in, mm-hmm. in the Bay Area, and so we, uh, you know, you know, we're doing as much as we could. Yeah, which is sort of how you could say farm country started as well, right? There's kind of a, a vibrant community, people getting together sort of casually and sort of gigs to play music, and uh, you know, you find people that you have chemistry with, and and that. So you guys were actually part of the the creation of Front Country then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, fun fact, Lee, uh, the first time the, the members of Front Country got together was because Lee had a, a monthly gig at a, uh, uh, like a coffee shop. Okay. And, and, uh, it was, it was Lee and the original banjo player and they, Needed to fill like three hours, um, and <laughs> thought that like maybe maybe just fiddle and banjo for three hours would be like too much to ask of the audience. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, although we probably had a solid hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a solid hour, which is probably an hour too much. <laughs> so, so was that one of those things that was kind of you know, hey, we've got something really cool here. Let's let's pursue this or was front country a little more intentional than that um that was like just by the most organic i mean that was 100 percent like a fun thing that we did um that was like separate from all of our other projects like okay. everyone had pretty much like you know much more consuming things that they're doing and like front country was just like let's we can do whatever we want you know yeah. let's just yeah, um, it was much more of a hang. Okay. Originally, yeah. So, so with with the um, with the the project that the two of you have together, does that kind of have uh, equal priority now with Front Country? Is is one a little more um, uh, out out front 
than the other, or how, well, how do you guys balance that? Well, you know, one one of them takes up more time. Um, spring country is definitely on the road more, mm-hmm. um, but you know, as far as priority, I, I think it, you know you put equal. You know, making music and writing music, um, regardless of the what group you're with, you know, kind of yeah, is the priority generally. Yeah. Okay. Now, the music that you guys do with Small Town Therapy um, certainly has a, a a grassy feel, but I, I'm guessing that's not really the focus. Am I am I getting that right? Uh, it, it feels a little um, more maybe gypsy-ish, jazz-ish, jazzy-ish kind of tones to it. It's sort of like it's like the uh, you know all all the influences that we you know all the all the different musics that we like. I don't even know. Actually, you know, it's sort of, we're just trying to make our own thing, write our own music. You know, all the influences are there because you can't help it. Right. But, and is it, uh, do you guys uh, include lyrics at all, or is it predominantly or exclusively instrumental? Uh, it's all instrumental for, for your safety. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so I, I, I was making that presumption uh, before I asked the okay. next question. Does it make it harder to do all instrumental when you're re- writing and recording and even when you're performing? You know, if you're going to do two 45-minute sets or however that works out, um, you know, a, a band that has two or three singers can bounce around and, and uh, you know, kind of change it up a bit with you guys when you're doing an all instrumental project, uh, does it make it more difficult to do that? Um, you know, I guess when I listen to music, I hear melodies and that doesn't really depend on whether there are lyrics or not. Okay. <laughs> so from the musical side, I'd say, no, it does not make it harder. It might make it harder for the listener who mm-hmm. appreciates lyrics. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes when you're doing a, a set of uh, all instrumental music, like you feel compelled to explain more, like in between songs. Okay. Okay. You know, like give give folks something to hold on to, like stories. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then, but then you know, honestly, like people can draw their own conclusions and make their own connections and stories. And that's fine too, you know. Um, sometimes, sometimes explaining a song with lyrics, um, you know, maybe maybe you're not letting the listener draw their own conclusions in that case, you know. Right. Like, maybe okay. you want to let them, you know, go go where they want to go. Um, but it does it does like I feel like you know in between songs, like you you want to. Uh, I don't know. Give the uh, give the listeners some context. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the like song titles come in, the instrumental, okay. you know, stuff. For me, it's like I want to like kind of point them in the right direction. Right. Okay. Well, I yeah, uh, and I, you know, go ahead. Oh, go for it. I was going to say, you know, I I uh, I grew up in a family where you know my mom was a classical musician, and and so actually, you know, I was exposed to long-form instrumental music before, uh, 
you know, music with lyrics, really. So it, okay. it, it's maybe uh, maybe my own background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I read a, a, a quote where you um, were talking about one of the songs on the new record, uh, The Three-Legged Cat, and uh, I, I, I thought it would be fun to have you elaborate on that a little bit, just kind of as in... Uh, kind of adding to the answer to that question about instrumental versus adding um, adding lyrics to tell the story of the three-legged cat walking into the room it, uh-huh. it just yeah. I, I would be I'd, I'd would be interested to hear you tell me how that how you tell that story without words you know just with your instruments yeah well um, I'm tempted to make something up uh, right now, but um, well, that's the improv but, part, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Um, in that case, you know, sometimes there's sometimes you have a tune knocking around, or like an idea for one, um, or or maybe you've got something that's like finished, you know, and um, and you're like kind of waiting for the title uh-huh. to like, you know, kind of. Like you're waiting for the perfect title to that ex- expresses what the the vibe is, you know? right? Right. Okay. Um, and in that and in that case, we were just playing, we're actually playing like the same like phrase over and over again for like <laughs> an hour. Um, and it was hard. Cause it was hard. Yeah. But also, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and sometimes, you know, we were kind of like, "What is this? What are we doing?" And um, and during that process. Um, just this three-legged cat walked by, and they're kind of like, "Oh, that's obviously the name." Okay. Obviously, the title. <laughs> yeah. um, but but it does, you know, um, raise the question: like, uh, how often do you see a three-legged cat? Right. Like, we see three legged. We see three-legged dogs all the time. You know. Right. Right. But, yeah. Uh, three-legged cat's kind of rare. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it seems like I know, but. Um, Thanks for the question. I'm definitely going to make up the convincing story. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now, now I'm going to be looking for a three-legged cat. Go, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it's also a chance to like uh, provide a little context of where we were when we wrote the tune and what we were doing. I mean, it was, you know, we were sitting in a backyard of a friend in, in the UK on tour from country, and and that, you know. And here's the three-legged cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's like bar. It, it sort of it it it, it, it gives you a, a an opportunity to to kind of like put yourself where we were when we were thinking of the tune, right. right? So you can maybe when you're listening to it, you know, think of a backyard in the UK and it's sunny, and uh, and here's the three-legged cat, and it's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. an English cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, when, when you when you get together to to write, uh, is that again more of an organic process, or do you guys, uh, you know, hey, let's we got a couple hours together on Wednesday, let's sit down and try to come up with some tunes. And when you do that, again, kind of going back to the idea of, hey, you know, I've got I've got some lyrics, I need some music. With that element not being there, what is the inspirational process when you guys begin to put music together for new material? 
usually one of us will come up with kind of like the like a the main idea. Um, and actually, at this point, like I know when I'm uh, like when I'm writing things, when I'm writing music, um, I'll especially for small town therapy, I'll like kind of leave space for leave um, to you know like maybe. Maybe there'll be a, a part of the tune that doesn't have a really strong melody, mm-hmm. um, and I'll just assume that we can take care of that part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you know, uh, or yeah, but um, so so one of us will will have an idea, and then we'll get together and we'll just play it. And there's you know there's a lot of uh, kind of spontaneity and you know improvisation. Um, one of the things that we like to do in general is just like uh, kind of free improv or maybe, you know, like more abstract improv around like a, a you know, kind of a standard fiddle tune or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that sort of carries over to the uh, compositional process sort of, you know, um, just like, like we were saying with the three-legged cat thing, we'll just play the tune a bunch of times. And you know, kind of uh, see where that takes us, and see what ideas we come up right. with. Right. Okay. So, so if I'm uh, correct me if I don't if I'm not reading this right, but you guys kind of have a foundation of what the tune is, and then give yourself the freedom to improv uh, when you're performing it. So it it may change from performance to performance. Is that fair? Some of them. Some of them are pretty pretty like. Get it stone. Okay. <laughs> you know, so there's, there's, there's actually, well, you know, there's, there's some of the, some of the tunes, uh, like there's on the new record, there's Dreams on a Pillow Bed, uh, which we wrote, and that's very free and improvisational. Like, mm-hmm. like the majority of it is uh, different every time. Okay. Like the first note is different every time. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay. The first. guys uh is it uh exclusively the two of you or do you bring other musicians instruments into the mix great question um on the new album <laughs> thank you for going sure <laughs> um on the, on the new album uh, we have actually on the first album as well we had um a bunch of guests um but for this new record what we were kind of inspired um to do was like have one guest at a time. So okay. it's like small town therapy plus one. Okay. Um, we did a little tour uh, last year with this great uh, singer and songwriter uh, named Eli West. And um, 
we at the end of the tour, like Lisa and I were going in the studio, and we were like, you know, we we'd had so much fun um, playing shows with Eli that we asked him to come in and record a couple tunes, um, and then from that, you know, we sort of uh, got the idea and asked some other friends. Mm. Um, you know, that process was actually really um, fun for me. Um, personally, because, like, we had this guest who's an amazing instrumentalist, you know, and, and an amazing, like, writer and improviser. And uh, we we sent them the tune ahead of time, but we didn't arrange anything. Mm, so okay. we arranged it all. We, we did it all in the studio. Cool. Um, and it was, like, super spontaneous, you know, how does that translate to your live performances? Are, are you guys, uh, the, the collaboration? Right, right. Or, yeah. Are you guys uh, bringing folks along to to fill in those roles, or those artists in particular, or is that just for the album purposes? I think the idea is to to continue to continue that. I mean, you know, we're sort of making it up as we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, I think on um, you know as as far as like live performances, um, you know, the idea is to have you know when we can like bring another person with us, you know, um, it, you know it's all for the live performances. It's all about spontaneity, uh, energy, right. um, and so having another person who has another voice, you know, to kind of, you know, bounce ideas off during the performance is, you know, pretty awesome. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, it sort of depends on uh, who's available and what goes for okay. you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, for example, we did a uh, house show in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee earlier this year, and there was a wonderful drummer you know, who was in the audience, and we're like, "Hey, you should, you know, play a tune with us." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah cool. And and that that worked out really well. Uh, so I think it's it's very much a part of the vibe. Yeah. Uh, he's a drummer from the John Stickney Trio. Yeah. Hundred Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout <Okay>. out. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. So the new record is "Dreams and Circumstances" uh, out. If I've got this right, May seventeenth. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Um, if folks want to reach out, I want to get a copy of that. What's the best way to get in touch and and to get their hands on on the new music? Yeah. Well, um, I guess we're we're really excited to be working with Organic Records to um, put this out. Um, they're also the uh, label that Front Country works with, and we we think really highly of them. Um, and we have. Uh, you know, for the first time, I guess, uh, both CDs and vinyls, you want a hard copy of music. Awesome. Um, yeah. You sell them those to our website. Yeah, what's the website? What is the website? Um, Small Town Therapy. Dot Squarespace. Dot com. So it's yeah. Small Town yeah. Therapy. Did you say dot Squarespace dot com? Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can pre-order them there. Um, and also, also, you know, Edie Baby, uh, all the all the places. Yeah, but 
thanks, guys. This is pretty cool, and I um, learned some new stuff uh, about you guys in the Front Country Band, and so I, I appreciate you sharing that with our audience, and uh, we wish you the best with the new record. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.